0: Alright everybody, welcome to Double Teamed with Kami and Nikki. I'm Kami. And I'm Nikki. And we're two twins living in Los Angeles. So quick facts about me, Cammie. I um, I was just actually in a four year relationship slash engagement that ended. Um, I have a dog named Snow that just barked and I love public sex. So, by the way, we are recording in Cammie's apartment, so the ambient noises, sorry about them ahead of time, but we're just starting this out. We're not in a studio. We're not some fancy sponsored podcast, so here we are in Kamal's apartment. So, Nikki, tell us about you. Three things about me. I am bisexual. I've had my pilot's license for about nine years now, and my husband and I are in an open marriage. And that's kind of why we wanted to start this podcast. A lot of people always ask, Oh my God, what's that like? Tell me more about it. They have so many questions. And I thought, why not start sharing those questions, responses, topics with everyone else? So, what is polyamory? Polygamy. But non-monogamy. let's call it yeah. non monogamy. Essentially, yeah. I would say it all falls under the umbrella of non monogamy, but I kind of look at it as like a wedding cake. Like you know, have your cake and eat it too. Exactly. Let's start off with, okay, the lowest layer. And that's probably where you'll find the most couples or people, you know, relationships starting to get their feet wet into non-monogamy in that bottom layer. You know, it's like the biggest one in a wedding cake. So it's where where most people start out. And with that, you know, it's I would call that as like threesomes or soft swap. Which is a term that you might hear in the non-monogamy community it basically means where you know like the girls switch between the two couples uh not necessarily the the guys or this might be also where you know people start doing stuff separately i would say it's where most people start out you know maybe they're a little bit curious so they want to bring a third person into the relationship a lot of guys have the fantasy of wanting to have threesomes with two girls or, you know, me. not enough guys are having the fantasy of two dudes and a girl. <laughs> I don't think any guys. Are not having. enough. No, I mean, what guy has ever looked at their best friend and have been like, let's fuck a chick together? Well, OK, it, it, it's happened, but it's not. And something- I think it's super dope when it has. Yeah. But I think that's something that happens probably like when they're drunk at a bar and or actually, no, when the opportunity presents itself. It's not something that they seek out. You know what? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But then you have girls and, you know, they're chilling at the club. This guy walks up and he's like, hey, I want to fuck the both of you. And they look at each other and they're like, why the fuck not? Yeah. It happens. We are so much more fluid. You and I? No. Girls in general. Girls. it? Well, I think for girls, and this might dive into a little bit of like bisexuality, which I am. But I think it's more accepted for women to be bisexual than it is for men. Yeah, because who doesn't love playing with a good pair of tits? What I'm saying is, you know, especially in this bottom layer of this wedding cake, you know, you have a lot more couples, I think, that, like, as you said, soft swap. You're swapping just the girls. Totally unfair, in my opinion. I agree. I agree with you. But that's, that's where... You know, I think people feel more comfortable. And I want to bring up a point here that I think maybe a lot of people would agree with. It feels less intimidating when you're bringing feminine energy into this threesome instead of male energy. Because women are softer, more understanding, loving, nurturing. So bringing that into the bedroom might feel less intimidating than bringing another dude. Well, and that also plays into the fact of like, you know, insecurities and just new territory and trying new things, that vulnerability. Yeah, men might not feel as open or comfortable with another dude entering their bedroom with their wife, girlfriend, whatever. I think for men, it's probably easier. Not not only is it, you know, hotter to bring another girl into the room than it is a guy. But I think it's easier for them from like a vulnerability standpoint. And they're probably not admitting that, to be honest, but that's probably one of the reasons why. Well, and you and your husband didn't start out at this first layer. No, actually. So, well, we did, but we didn't start off together. When we started our openness, our open arrangement, whatever you want to call it, lifestyle. That's another term that you probably you hear quite a bit in the non-monogamy community is... Everybody uh, get your pen and paper out, okay? There's a pop quiz at the end. This is, <laughs> You're learning new vocabulary if, yes. you're, if you're new to this world. So a lot of people call it lifestyle. But anyways, when we started out, it was basically the agreement was whenever we were away on work trips, because we're both pilots, so we're, we both travel a lot for work, whenever we were away we would have the agreement that if anything happened, it was okay and it would not end our marriage. So we could have our fun separately. And then when we were home together, we would have our fun between the two of us. We didn't start off with bringing any other people into our room. And now I think a lot of couples start off together, build that trust, and then they branch out to do stuff on their own. And so it's, and it's all about how you define it. You know, when it comes to non-monogamy, you know, there may be these layers within, um, you know, kind of this wedding cake visual that I'm giving you, but at the end of the day, it's about how you and your partner place those boundaries, have those discussions, lay out the rules of what it's all going to look like, how you define it. You have the power in defining how it works for your relationship. The biggest ingredients in this cake are going to be communication. Absolutely. Communication and trust. We started out four years into our relationship. So we've been together eight years, married six, and it was in the fourth year of our relationship that we started being open. So it it took us time to get to that point. It's not as if we started right away. Now, some couples have started right away. So, and that's totally fine. Like I said, again, all about how you and your partner decide to approach it but you're right. Biggest ingredients for this cake, communication, trust. Now, okay, let's get into the second layer. So this is where, as in a wedding cake where it gets a little bit smaller, less people are in this layer just because it's a little bit more defined. It's a little bit more non-conventional. You know, if you and your partner are out there having threesomes, people are probably going to be like, okay, cool. You know, you guys are experimenting. That's fun. But like, once you get into the second layer of like full swap, you know, which, ooh, a new term, write that down, full swap. Basically, you know, it's a little bit more, um, I don't know, I guess, uh, is defined the word that I'm looking for. But here you have couples that are, you know, swapping, uh swinging. And a lot of times on um, in this layer as well, you'll find that people are into a lot more group stuff. So... Sex parties. Yeah, sex parties, orgies, swinging, things like that. So instead of... And, and then we're talking like full on sex with everyone because, in you know, in that bottom layer, sometimes people, you know, with the soft swap. So only the girls, you know, play and or maybe the guy can only go down on the girl. Like usually when you get into the second layer and it's a lot more explorative, you know, you're you're full on having sex with everyone, with everyone. In Penetration. This, yeah. yeah. Penetration. We got <laughs> it. OK. In this in this more so Yeah, that's all I way to do it. In both of these layers, I would say a lot of it just has to do with sexual exploration. So once we get into this last and the top layer of it, this is where things get interesting. And again, the smallest layer, probably where you find, again, less people diving into this, polyamory. Polyamory is essentially where... You have your husband, your wife, you know, you guys are considered like the primaries and then you have secondaries. And so this could be in, in the form of like boyfriends, girlfriends, people that like not only are you playing with sexually, but you're also... Including them in your relationship, absolutely. So it, there's it's a deeper connection than just a physical connection. So you're inviting them into your lives. Now, this isn't to say that you know within the other layers of this or in the other categories of this that you're not creating connections with these people. But You are. You know, you can go out with a couple and have fun, and and you know at the end of the night you all go play, and you guys are good friends. You build a solid relationship, but then but your lives are separate when you get into this top layer. When you get into polyamory, you're including these people in your lives. Maybe you have a living arrangement with them. Maybe, you know, you a couple nights a week you spend with this person and then a couple nights a week you spend with this person. Whatever that looks like, it's a little bit more of a refined kind of schedule, process, whatever you want to call it. And I've heard, you know, as I've kind of been on these apps and and meeting new people and and seeing how everyone does their version of non-monogamy I've seen all kinds of stuff. I mean, I remember there was a guy, he uh, has basically four girlfriends and two of them live with him. And then the other two um, just come visit like throughout the week. All the girls get along. It sounds like a really dope arrangement. They've Wait, got it figured out. two of them out. live with him? hmm And then the others visit? And then, yeah, the others visit. Yeah. i hate to be the one that visits. Why? You would want to be the one that lives with him? Yeah, why not? I feel like I'd be missing out a little bit, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, again, that's just what works for them. Exactly. Again, lifestyle. Lifestyle. Yep. Well, so so go into those terms. Primary, secondary. Like, how deep are we getting in? So, for example, we're still very much in the, right now, in in the second layer of this cake. We're playing with other couples. We're playing with, you know, other people. We're full swapping everything. But... Not anyone that we've included into our lives yet. No one that we have like built loving relationships with yet. So, but we've discussed it and I think, I think we can get there. It's just going to take time and it's going to be a matter of finding the right people that we would bring into our lives. Cause it would, I would want it to be someone that he gets along with. Someone, yeah, already. you're really building a network here. Exactly. You're building a family, essentially. Think about it. Yeah. Know? And I don't want children, you know, in my life. So it's, it's building a family. And that's how we define it. So at the end of the day, you know, if you've ever considered non-monogamy or polyamory, again, it's all about how you define it in your relationship. But there are so many different ways to define it and so many different ways that people are doing it. It's just kind of fun to hear about all the different methods. And I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of some of the other really good ones that I've heard. But a lot of them that I've at least seen has been either a man with multiple women I've seen that a lot on uh, Bumble and Tinder, or or couples that bring in a girl. I have heard—actually, there was a guy that I was talking to. He was the secondary for the girl. So it was a couple, and he lived with them for about two years. And then he was basically her secondary, so like her boyfriend. He was telling me that— Yeah. He was telling me that for her birthday— No, no, no. For his birthday, she took him to a strip club— The two of them went, and, like, they had all this fun. She bought them all these lap dances and stuff. And then at the end of the night, the husband paid for the two of them to have, like, a a hotel, like, to themselves in the city. It sounded really cute. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, and it sounds like they had a lot of fun, too. But, so, see, lots of different ways you can do it. But kind of within those layers, I mean, there are a lot of subcategories. It can be very fluid but those are kind of the general ways that I look at it. And that's, that's my take on it. Everyone else may have a little bit of a different take on it. But at the end of the day, if you're not familiar with non-monogamy, I would say those are probably the, the three layers. And definitely have an open mind. As a very, I wouldn't call myself vanilla because I do love me some good kinks. But, you know, getting in, like meeting people that are lifestyle, that are poly, just has been super eye-opening because everybody is very, very respectful, Mm -hmm. Very very open. Yes. Very open, very, very good at communication, but you know, and this is just meeting them at the surface level as in like a friendship, but they're all super nice. And it's like, you know, and they all ask me like, Oh, would you ever be lifestyle or poly? And absolutely. I would leave myself open to that possibility for me never having built that trust and foundation in my previous relationships, certainly not in my last one that ended, I would be very excited to meet the right person who I could have that with. Uh, yeah. And I think, you know, for a lot of, if, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, wow, I don't know if I could ever do that because of this, this, and this, you know, like we said here, just keep an open mind because you never know, especially as you're relationship progresses. And especially as you grow as a person, you know, if you're someone that got married, maybe in your like, early mid 20s, or even your late 20s, you know, that those are that's a time period where you're growing a lot as a person. So I say, you know, leave yourself open to it. And as your communication progresses, and as you build trust with your partner, you never know what could arise out of it. And you may think, oh, I could never, you know, watch my girlfriend or boyfriend with another person or I could never do that to them and, and you know, look them in the eye or whatever that may be. Um, or especially like, you know, in I think full swap really intimidates people because, you know, that's, you're watching, you know, you're switching with these couples and, and you're watching that happen. And, you know, you may think that it's, you know, completely unthinkable. You might not know until it happens whether you like it or not. Exactly. You could, you know you could walk into that situation, leave yourself open to it, walk into it and then actually may end up absolutely loving it and having like a complete blast with it. So, I always say, you know, don't knock it till you try it and it may seem very unconventional, it may seem really intimidating and, you know, maybe you're not there yet, but have an open mind. Leave that door cracked in the possibility that maybe later on it's something that you and your partner could explore. And I will say, in my marriage at least, I feel like non-monogamy has strengthened our bond. I feel like we've grown so much as a couple together in exploring this because we've found so much appreciation for each other. I think being able to see each other as humans that have sexual needs, that have sexual desires, that have interests, recognizing that I think has allowed us to to have a new level of appreciation for each other. Monogamy is a very difficult thing to achieve. Sexual monogamy, is, yes, yes. When you have yes, when you have a lot of sexual energy and sexual prowess, you know. In college, I had my fun, and I realized that you know, non monogamy is very, uh, very easy to attain if you if you leave yourself open to it. Mm-hmm. And I think again like we said earlier, if you have good communication with it. So at least in my marriage, when we started off in this, and you know, that's probably one of the biggest questions that people always ask, like, Oh my God, how did you get started about this? It was a difficult conversation to have, like, I'm not gonna lie. And I I honestly, that could be a whole nother episode discussing, you know, how to go about that conversation. And you know, what to keep in mind before that. So maybe I'm actually going to leave that for another episode, but I do love people's reactions whenever I tell them that I'm in an open marriage. When people hear you're in an open relationship, a lot of times they are taken aback because it is still very taboo. Yes. It is still very unconventional, but I do think it's becoming more common generationally i believe it's becoming a lot more common and i i think it's always been here just not enough people talk about it exactly i know, there are a lot of books out there i know there are resources you know for people that the ethical slut yes and then i so we're here to talk about that exactly let us answer some of your questions well let me answer some of your questions yeah, let me add some commentary here and there no, but I mean, Kimmy has, you know, you have your own experiences with, you know, multiple sexual partners and uh, at one time. And so maybe it wasn't non-monogamy in the form of a relationship, but I mean. It definitely. And here's another new word. If you haven't heard it, promiscuity. Yeah. well, now that Did heard I say that it, right? Yeah, I think. Promise, promiscuity? Yeah. Yes. Okay, but. Like the song. Okay, yes. No, By Nelly Ferdado. Mm-hmm. Well, what about that term? Well, I think that's how you get started, you know, you kind of realize that you like more than just one person in the same week or the same month or the same day. Yeah. <laughs> um and so, not that we're condoning. Not, yeah, Yeah. two a days is good at the gym. But, but also- two, yeah, <laughs> but two a days in the bedroom can get a little exhausting. No, but yeah, I think that's, you know, a lot of how, you know, when you go to college and you are just are surrounded hey dt fam you know how important std testing is and how often we discuss it on our show which is why i'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com so whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health Maybe you have multiple partners, or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom. Whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health, and that obviously includes STD testing. So stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based STD testing. I've done this many times, so I'm definitely a big fan of this. Basically, you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs, get your testing done, no doctor visit is required, and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days. and this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health. So, thank you guys. Go get tested. By people and you have all this newfound freedom and you're like, okay, now's the time to explore. That's kind of when you when people start getting their feet wet. You know, you hunker down into your relationships, but I think you did it really well in the sense that you got married super early in yeah, life. I was 22 when I got married. And I don't recommend it, to yeah, be quite even honest. now, you and your husband are always like, oh my God, don't get married now. Wait till you're like after 30. We do. No, we we tell people that because I was 22. He was 26 when we got married. And honestly, like sometimes we look back on it and we're like, wow, we were so young. We hardly knew ourselves. And granted, luckily we've grown together. But at the same time, We've definitely recognized that it was really young, but that's what you do in the Midwest. We were in Kansas at the time, you know, and, and so I know if you're someone, if you're in your young twenties and everyone around you is getting married, wait, wait, don't do it. Don't do, do it. Do not fall under that pressure of, I need to have a spouse before the age of 25, especially for women. You do not need to have a husband no. before the Learn age of to 30. to love yourself. Absolutely. Because once you find love for yourself, you will be able to be a better partner. But first and foremost, get to know yourself, get to love yourself, forgive yourself. And then from there, you will be able to give someone else love and forgiveness and grace. So that's my take on it. But yeah, all the time we tell people, don't get married young, even though we did it. And that's the first thing they say. They're like, when, when did you get married? I'm like 22. And they're like, oh, then why? Why? Should we not get married young? Now, if you want to have children young, go for it. And I don't think, you know, non-monogamy is everybody's cup of tea. It doesn't have to be everyone's cup of tea. But like I said, I think y'all did it correctly in the sense that, you know, even though you got married young, you did give yourself that room very early on. To allow each other to be human in your relationship, yeah. To realize your needs and you know move forward with them without judgment, and we built that trust. We had yeah. We developed that communication without questioning it. Exactly, yeah. So but being vulnerable, yeah, or very vulnerable with each other, which I really like. So, so ideally, what what lay you're trying to get to the lifestyle layer, the no the polyamory layer. It's yes. all it's all lifestyle. But the top layer polyamory where yes. we have, you know, like I have my own little harem, maybe he has his own harem. Yeah, I that would be Michael. And I think it'd be really cool if like my boyfriends all got along with him, his girlfriends all got along with me, like we all go have fun. You know, not it doesn't always have to be like this like unit, like this group, but you know, like the people who can join join the ones who don't it's fine, you know. So ideally how many boyfriends do you want? 2 to 3. 2 to 3. Mhm. <laughs> Does your husband have a specific number he wants? No, I've never discussed it with him. I would wonder. And I'm curious, you know, I'm sure maybe there are people out there that have, uh, that are in, you know, polyamorous relationships. I'm curious. How did you get about the, you know, how did you find the people? Because it is something that's hard to wrap your head around. And I, you know, I, there was a guy that I was seeing, you know, we were just hooking up and then I kind of introduced the idea to him of like being my boyfriend. And at first he was like, yeah, I like it. I think, you know, that's something that I could do. And then he started falling for me and he totally changed his mind. And because he just he couldn't quite grasp the idea of sharing with like sharing me with my husband. So he decided to back out, which was fine. I still really miss him. He was really cool. And that was a hard one to let go of. But I did. And it's fine. But, that's, you you know, when you're in this lifestyle thing, again, like you said earlier, everyone's really respectful. You have to be respectful of other people's boundaries if they decide. Because those boundaries can change. So if at some point they're like, you know what? I was cool with this and now I'm not. This is a new boundary for me. You have to respect that. You know, I will never forget the first time I heard the term polyamory. So I was actually in college, College Station, Texas. This is Cami speaking, by the way. Yeah, this is Cami. Where you wouldn't find that necessarily. No. But I was in a rock climbing class. And I was partnered with these two girls to be uh, my partners in climbing and it was so funny because it was like halfway through the semester we, the three of us had a group chat and one of them was like oh yeah I'm gonna go meet my girlfriends right now for dinner or something like that and I was like wait what and she was like yeah I'm lesbian And the other girl was like, Oh, I am too. Or, you know, and I didn't know. And I was like, wait, how did I not know this? And they're like, you didn't pick up on it. And I'm I'm over here. Like my gator was just like apparently non-existent, but you know, she told me, she was like, yeah, I have two girlfriends. And the other girl was like, Oh, I just have one, but it's, you know, it's super fun. And then I think later on, she ended up um, joining this little group of, um, polyamorous uh lesbians but they were so fun they were like my favorite people to see um during that class obviously I mean they were my partners in climbing but they were just like so communicative and you know especially climbing you definitely need that but it was that was the first time I was introduced to that term interesting you know I don't really know when I was first introduced to it other than I remember when we were in college Nate and I were at a club And a couple came up to me and they were like asking me questions, like making small talk. And then at one point they were like, is that your boyfriend over there? And I was like, yeah, it is. He was having some, you know, he was having a drink with like a friend or something over there on the dance floor. And I was kind of off to the side with this couple. And then they were like, would you two be interested in you know, coming back to the hotel with us. No, they asked first if I would be okay going back with them. And then they asked if he wanted to join too. But I had said, or they're like, would you be interested in joining us? And I was like, I don't really know. And I'm here with my boyfriend. And then they're like, oh, well he can join too. And then that's when I was like, I'm not totally ready for this yet. But that was the first time I had ever heard of that. Were you slightly turned on? I was very intrigued. I wasn't turned on because I was very nervous at that point. I was 18 too. No. Oh, wow. Okay. So I was 19. Yeah. Okay. I was 19. And I just remember thinking like, oh my God, people do this? Like people, like couples pick up girls or maybe another guy like at a bar. Like I'd never heard of it. And we grew up in Texas and then I went to school in Oklahoma. So in the Midwest, you know, those values are a little bit different there. Now coming out here and getting on all the dating apps there are all kinds of couples again going back to that wedding cake I've met couples that we only play with girls and only when the both of us are there or ones that are like we'll play separate or together or you know the ones that are like bring your husband we'll full swap again all those different layers out there I haven't met any one that's approached me about polyamory In the sense of like, oh, would you want to be my girlfriend or boyfriend? Haven't had that yet. But I mean, but I I wouldn't join someone else's polyamorous relationship. You would want your own. I would want my own. Yeah, I I want my own little harem. And then if Nate wants his own little harem, that's fine. But I would not go join someone else's harem being married. Well, that makes total sense. Yeah. Anyways, so if you've never heard of non-monogamy, I hope maybe you learned a couple things or heard some terms, some some situations that have gotten your gears going and, and maybe have explained it a little bit more. You know, as we said, it, it's very fluid, but there's, you know, those kind of three layers to it. And also within that, a lot of subcategories, but at the end of the day, it's all about what you and your partner decide is best for you two, And those may change along the way. You know, like I said, we started out separate and then eventually we grew into doing stuff together. And now we're we're considering more of the of the polyamorous side. So as you grow in non-monogamy, as you explore non-monogamy, those things can evolve as well. And I'm the cool aunt on the side. Cool aunt. We we don't have children. We have fur babies. Oh, hello, Snow. Snow actually just chose this exact moment to come say hello, I guess, to the podcast and everyone else listening. She's a great Pyrenees. She's eight years old. What's her sign? Uh, Snow is a Capricorn. She's a Capricorn, so an Earth sign. <laughs> we do love astrology if we end up tying that into our podcast. Yeah, we are Libras. And honestly, like in in my dudes, I look for a lot of Leos because those are the most compatible. My husband's actually a Taurus, Um, Yeah, but the universe has sent you a bunch of Tauruses your way. It has, yeah. Uh, Maybe it's that that Earth sign energy that it thinks I need. Uh, But anyways, okay, enough about non-monogamy, as fun of a topic as it is. Um, I guess I really hope you learned something, though. Yeah, I hope you were able to learn some new terms and, and maybe understand a little bit more about it. Because, like I said, even though there are a lot of resources about it, not everyone's going to go buy a, a book about non-monogamy and pick it up and, and start reading it, you know. I almost did the other day. Really? Which one? The ethical, ethical slut. slut. <laughs> okay. You know, maybe you're just curious and you want to. You'd rather hear about it instead of diving into a book and only spending, you know, thirty something minutes on a podcast might listening be better than to us. Yeah, listening to us might. And be better my dog's than the whole heavy book. breathing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, whenever I tell people, "Oh, my sister's in an open relationship," they're always like, "What?" Wait, are you a part No, I'm not a part of this. Yes, and that's another thing too. People always joke with Nate, my husband. They're like, what does it feel like being married to two people? So I think in a way he's already ready for it. Cause you and I are like practically joined at the hip. We always spend time apart, but I'm like, no. We call Nate our third wheel. Yeah, Nate is our third wheel. But no, never Camilla is not part of our poly relationship. I think it's super funny when we match with the same people on Tinder though yeah it's yeah or bumble whatever because then they're like do you have a, a sister by chance or there's another girl that looks just like you or someone thought I was catfishing them and that I had multiple profiles <laughs> I'm like no that's really my, yeah no seriously yeah he thought I was catfishing that I had multiple f- profiles and I'm like no it's my twin sister and he was like get out prove it so I sent him a picture of the two of us which Now, on my profile, like, there's, like, two or three pictures of us. Anyways, I thought that was really funny. I will say, there are a decent amount of guys that, you know, as soon as I tell them, oh, yeah, my sister's on here, too. You know, she's got her husband, but she she likes having her own set of boyfriends. My side pieces. Yeah, they're like, oh, my God, how can I join? Give me tips. I'm like, dude, (laughs) go hit her up on your own. Tryouts are on Mondays. I thought it was Sundays. Oh. Well. Oh, yeah, you're right. Tryouts are on Sundays. But are you... For anyone listening out there, if you are poly, you know, I, I hope we're also giving good insight on it. I definitely love hearing other people's perspective when they're poly or lifestyle. We I've hooked up with people that are lifestyle and it's always fascinating to me about how they how they do it. So it's one of my most favorite topics to discuss. That's why I'm here to discuss it with you know anyone who's tuning in because it's just it's intriguing. It's fun. I think it's what we will see more of in the future. I think so too. personally, and I read a lot of fantasy reverse harem fiction in which you know, it's one girl and like four, five, six dudes. And I would love that one day. Not only does it sound, you know, extremely hot, but also resourceful. Yeah, especially. Yeah, exactly. You could have if they're all in different fields of, you know, like industries or fields of study. Think think about about the knowledge base. Yeah, you could have your blue collar and your white collar workers. Content. So you could have an accountant, a plumber. You know, someone that is um, (laughs) a (laughs) plumber. Well, no, (laughs) that was your first thought. (laughs) Well, yeah, then you have a handyman around the house. You have one that can take care of the finances. You have one that's, um, I don't know, maybe scientifical. Is that a word? (laughs) Is that a word? I don't think it is. (laughs) Okay, maybe, okay. Anyways, people of multiple walks of life that could be useful around the house. And I think one person is capable of loving More than one person at any given time. You know, I think it's beautiful if you really break down love and relationships, you know, as different walks in life, you know. With different people. Yeah, you're walking your path and, you know, people will come and go and sometimes they'll walk with you longer. You know, sometimes it's a short little stroll. But But, you can have multiple people on that walk. But that time together is really beautiful. Yeah. You can have more than one person walking alongside you. so multitask yeah welcome to our podcast i hope you enjoyed this i really wish my dog (laughs) would go away right now but yeah so come back with an open mind or if you're like me and you're very kinky come back for the kink talk because we're definitely gonna dive into that but yeah lifestyle people are usually very kinky And it's so much fun. And I think that's one of the reasons why they get into it. They're like, I want to have fun. And yeah, obviously fun with one person is fun, but the more the merrier. So yeah, let's make all those fantasies happen. Remember everybody, stay safe, wear condoms, wear condoms, be respectful. Anyways, Uh, have fun with it. We look forward to seeing you next time. I don't next time. Wait, what do we want to talk about in the next one? Do we know yet? Sex parties? Let's dive into sex parties. Why not? Let's do it. All right, have a great night, everyone.